0: tonight at the chokeslam wrestling report we're going to be talking about what happened to scott steiner on friday night on the back stage area and impact also we're going to be talking about the big deal with mjf and the seven-year-old which he flipped off and the parent who right now is making it look like he's the victim also we're going to be talking about the Bloods and Guts that is scheduled for March 25th at the Potential Center, and the card that already the match that is already been the main event already announced. That and much more in the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. back guys and we're going to be talking tonight about three main topics that has happened during the weekend and um, a lot of people are not talking about it. So I'm going to jump right at it. I mean, first thing we're going to talk about is Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner apparently on Friday night while he was in Impact and doing some pre-taping stuff, he collapsed. Apparently they took him to the hospital and now the word was that he had to do a heart procedure we don't know what it was they say it was a cardiac arrest that he had and then um, his wife uh, announced today that he was in the road to recovery now Scott Stein has been around forever Scott Stein has been around since 1987 something like that he's been around close to probably 33 years in the business and as you guys know, that he went through a transition and tra- uh, transformation back in the uh, what late 98, 99. Then it looks like he came out looking like Superstar Billy Grahams of the 90s. He came with all this muscle stuff and all that. And you could tell that he was using steroids. Now, I'm going to say that maybe the situation he had has something to do with that. But we all know what happened to Ultimate Warrior ultimate warrior died at age 54 and he was still jacked up uh and he died of a cardiac arrest um and he was also messing around with that because the the uh the night that he was in the wrestlemania hall of fame he was sweating like crazy he was you could tell that he was uh you know hyper and the whole nine uh, the same thing could be said the night that he did his uh what well, we everybody calls it his eulogy now because the next day he passed away was the Monday Night Raw, which he appeared um and he passed away and you know these wrestlers, especially guys like Scott Steiner, still wrestling around and still getting on the mat, trying to do things relive their careers it's not a good thing. I mean Scott Steiner, if you guys have seen him in impact. He still looks jacked up for his age I mean he shouldn't be in no ring it's the same thing I could be said about Goldberg Goldberg should not be in no ring none of these guys who are in the already in the late 50s should not be in the ring so guys like you can't you know people, we could go and say oh but WWE's bringing all these old guys and they wrestling 50 yeah but WWE's is not the only promotion that's doing that impact still has guys in there it shouldn't be wrestling. I mean, not long ago, Sandman was in some independent show where he was acting like a jerk-off, and the guy's probably probably in the 50s also, just making a fool of himself being an alcoholic, you know, and it's just a shame that stuff like this happens when you got these wrestlers that don't know when to hang it up. Their careers are over. Big Papa Pump is 57 years old, and this is a guy who has done it all was World Tag Team Champion with brother, Rick, uh, IWGP Tag Team Champion several times. Um, you know, he won the world title probably several times in the late WCW days before they closed down. And yet he's coming back um, in Impact. Now, he's been in Impact for a while. Um, he's I mean, he was out in Impact um, back in, what was it, and seven six something like that when he was part of the main event mafia and you know and back then you could tell that he was going through his stuff and he this is not the first time he has had a uh, a trip in the zone of death if i could put it that way this is not the first time this is the second time now, i remember a couple of years ago he was in puerto rico wrestling and somebody hit him or they kicked him in his trachea and his throat area, they had to rush him to the hospital, he almost died um, He had blood in his lungs and they had to open him up To, you know, take out that blood out of his lungs And this is not the first time he has had a one-on-one encounter with death um, You know, that was an accident And that's, that's different than what happened with him this past um, Friday But dude, if you had a heart procedure right now you can say your career is over. Your career is over. You should not be in that ring at all. If you're going to be in the ring, be in the ring in a, uh, should we say, in a manager capacity. You know, like what I'm seeing a lot now on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, a lot of these fans talking about, oh, uh, AEW uh, is bringing old people, but the same AEW fans are complaining about WWE bringing old people. First of all, if you guys notice, AEW, yes, they have old people around, but they're not in the capacity of wrestling. They're in the capacity of managing. Tully Blanchard, managing Sean Spears. R. Anderson, managing Cody Rhodes. Jake the Snake Roberts is going to be a manager now. And he may be um manager of Bro- Brody Lee or Lance Archer, one of those two guys. So you never know. Never know. But to be wrestling in the ring right now at that age, no. Nah. Big Papa Palm had his run. He he has a lot of accolades, tag team of the year probably plenty of times. Has wrestled all over the world. Has won tag team championships all over the world, world title. Um, and you're still out there trying to wrestle. I I don't get it. I really don't get it. Why you trying to do that? It's not it's it's not good for you. It's not good for you. Give it up. You already had your moment. You had your your moment in the sun. Um. And if you're going to want, if you love the wrestling business, then I understand the wrestling business will bring you back in. But do it in a capacity as a manager. A manager or somebody who, who you want to manage and actually uh, boost someone's career and, and impact. I mean, I haven't followed Impact in a while, so I don't know who he will manage. You could manage uh, Michael Elgin, I mean, to be pushed. I mean, but I don't see that because uh, I think Scott Stein don't like Canadians. So he always used to bash Canadians. But... You, know, you, could, you could push somebody. You could push somebody. You could be a manager of the North. Two young guys in there. But, you know, we don't know. But it's very sad that uh, when I heard that he collapsed on Friday, Saturday morning when I read the uh, the dirt sheets and all that stuff, that he collapsed Friday, um, it, it looked it bad. I thought that he was not um, going to make it. Um, and apparently he pulled through. And uh, I hope that he just take a consideration that look, guy, you're not you're not a young buck anymore. You did everything, and you know, and I appreciate what you did. Big pop up on, "How love you hit me," all that good stuff. And but, dude, I it. said it goes to any wrestler, DDP, who got into the ring not long ago. He shouldn't be in no damn ring. Um, R. Anderson, R. Anderson's not gonna be in no ring because he got uh, health issues, so he's not gonna get in the ring. Tully Blanchard same thing. Tully Blanchard could take bumps. But he won't take it to that point you know a jake the snake robber i mean how much can he take he won't be able to take it no bump maybe a punch in the head or whatever or nothing nothing crazy but i say it and wwe is known to bringing all these old guys too like the undertaker undertaker should not be in that ring anymore goldberg should not be in that ring anymore especially when i saw that jackhammer he did on Bray Wyatt. he kind of barely left them so a lot of these guys all still living in in, in the in that zone you know, um, it's funny because people used to make fun of Ric Flair, how Ric Flair was still wrestling, still doing it. At least Ric Flair, you don't see Ric Flair in the ring anymore. He doesn't, he can't. The guy's, you know, he likes partying. That's one thing. He still thinks that he's the keep stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine, riding son of a gun. But uh, but he's been very low profile lately. But we'll see. But we'll be right back after this. And we're back, guys. And we're going to be talking about now about what happened with MJF and what happened, I think last weekend, when the uh, meet and greet, where a father brought his young seven year old to the meet and greet to meet MJF. Now, this was all over the TV, this was all over the tabloids, this was all over the social media where MJF flipped the bird at a seven year old and the seven year old, I think he started crying, whatever. My take on that is for the fact, let me put it this way. Uh, for the fact that the the, the the parents said, Oh, I took my son to go see MJF. I did not expect him to do that. Come on. Stop it. MJF plays his gimmick from the T. This guy's like, when he's around fans, he plays his kayfabe. It's called kayfabe, guys. If you guys don't know what kayfabe means, that means the guy's playing his gimmick 24-7. That's the way he is. You know what I'm saying? And he's covering his gimmick. You know? So... For the father to come out of nowhere now to claim, oh, you know, he should have never flipped the bird on my seven-year-old son. He's traumatized, whatever. Let's be realistic. What you was trying to do is get some clout, okay? Because even TMZ was reporting this. Channel 4 was reporting here in New York. You was trying to get clout. You was trying to get sympathy from wrestling fans, for other people to talk about this. Oh, you know uh, you know, my kid's going to be traumatized or the resume. Come on. If you're a parent. You should have known better because I know I have my 12 year old daughter, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sit down with my daughter and say, look, this guy's going to probably make you say something stupid or he's going to make you feel bad. or He's going to probably flip the bird at you. He's going to do something. Just be prepared because that's what he's going to do. Therefore, I'm already, you know, uh, um, getting my daughter ready to, be prepared for such a thing. Or, I don't bring her at all. Luckily, my daughter's not into wrestling like she used to when she was younger. But, I will bring her at all. Because it's common sense. But some of these people, especially that parent, he, I think what he was trying to do was trying to get something out of AEW. He was trying to get probably merchandise. He's trying to get free stuff. Because people are like that. And you know what? And anybody can say, oh, you're wrong for saying that. He's a seven-year-old. And... And it's funny that right after that happened, you know, MJF posted something and say, "screw the kids." I won't say the bad word because I don't know if I'm going to get demonetized if I was to say that. So, um, but he said he said the F word to the kids. You know, he doesn't care because he already knows this is me. This is who I portray myself. This is what I've been in social media. This is what I am in in real life, or may not be real. Right Maybe this is my k thing. You should have never ever brought your seven-year-old to meet up with anybody i'll give you a good example right now last night i went to the bronze wrestling federation um card called once upon a time and i brought my five-year-old you know my five-year-old um nephew the beginning of the match he was scared already from the beginning of the match he was nervous i don't know why he was nervous but i figured you know he likes wrestling so i'll bring him to a live event they brought him to a live event the minute he saw somebody getting chopped he started crying So, my instinct was, okay, he's not going to be comfortable for the rest of the car. This is the first match of the night. So, I'm going to have to take him, call his mother to have him get picked up. And that's exactly what I did. But the parents nowadays, you know, and to me, whether people agree with not, I think this parent was trying to get free merchandise for him and his son. You know better, bro. You definitely was following. You've been following AEW. You've been following MJF. Otherwise, you would have not went and got his autograph, you know. There's no way in the world you're going to come and say, oh, let me guess. This is, he's a wrestler. Let me go check what he's all about. Come on. Come on, dude. This You knew what you was doing. And now you're trying to play the victim. And here's the here's the crazy part. You're not going to get any sympathy from the international internet wrestling community. They're not going to give you no pass. You, know? you may get a little, oh, we're sorry, but we talk about that. Internet wrestling community, there are some of these guys are you know hateful people, trolls. A lot of them they don't care how you feel, they out there already insulting probably you know your mother or somebody. You think they care if this seven year old got um, you gotta flip the bird on? But I do not making already, they were they were applauding what MJF did. Now, do I Uh, Condone what MJF did as a parent. No But as a wrestling fan, I just laughed at it and I laugh at it because you know what I laugh at the parent Not the kid at the parent because you knew what you was doing. You definitely knew What you was doing when you decided to take your kid to a meet-and-greet and especially with MJF MJF is the biggest heel right now besides Randy Orton right now what Randy Orton is doing in WWE MJF when it comes to his here persona, he now in Revolution, he threw a beer at a fan in the stands because the fan was heckling him. He threw a beer directly to the fan. So it's like, I guess, AEW saying, Look, you know what he's all about. We're not responsible. He's going to be who he's going to be. He's creative. That's what it's called creative, um, creative, creativity. Uh, freedom for him to act the way he was as he's been acting so you know on, unless you see the fan who got his beer spears over him in revolution in the cody match suing aew this guy better not even try to try to sue aew because even though after that whole situation cody rose went on twitter and told that um fan we're sorry what happened if you want we'll Uh, give you some I guess some tickets or whatever for your inconvenience and all that but I think the guy was trying to get not only clout but he was trying to get um, some type of um, probably free merchandise free stuff free tickets who knows I won't put it past any damn wrestling fan that would do some crap like that anybody I won't put it past and then in this society I won't put it past anyone who would do such a thing to get over you know stuff but anyway i will be right back after this and now we're going to be talking about our final our final topic and that will be aew's dynamite will have the Blood and guts match beyond which it pretty much i said it on thursday when i did the aew dynamite review fallout from the revolution when i said once they attacked moxley that there was going to be uh a match beyond War Games. It's not going to be called War Games, guys, because War Games is owned by WWE. Before that, it was owned by Major League Wrestling since Major League Wrestling was um, open and debuted by Dustin Rose, who, uh, Dusty Rose, I mean, who had the rights to that name because he was the one who invented that. So, match beyond Bloods and Guts. Two cages, two rings. It will be March 25th. I thought it was to be... In two weeks, it's gonna be in three weeks, I think. Um uh, two weeks, whatever it is, March twenty fifth. It's gonna be the inner circle. The what I predicted. I had said it was gonna be the inner circle, all five of them, against John Mockley, Darby Allen, and then I had said that uh probably gonna be the young bucks and then maybe Cody Rose, or maybe um, you know, um who else I had said it could have been oh god. It could have been, it could have been Cody Rhodes, it could have been anybody, you know, whoever it was, but it turns out it's gonna be the elite, the whole elite Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, uh, Hangman Page, and the Young Bucks against the inner circle. Now, and the reason why I'm bringing this up because you guys know full well that, um, in Revolution, the Young Bucks wrestle Kenny Omega. Hangman Page already. Hangman Page had an issue with the Young Bucks, and a, a massive prior leading to these guys um, meeting up um, before the Battle Royal. Um, pretty much, Hangman Page was going around tag team, telling them what is um, Matt Jackson or the Young Bucks' weakness. As it turned out, the Young Bucks ended up winning the Battle Royal, and then they challenged Hangman and Omega at Revolution. But if you guys remember during the interview before, week before the match, pretty much Matt Jackson called um, Hangman Page a jobber. And then Nick Jackson pretty much said, uh, uh, yeah, you was a jobber in Ring of Honor and that's the we we came and we brought you into the Bullet Club. And now you are who you are. Hangman Page has been trying to not be part of the elite and try to be on his own. But he still finds himself right now, one half of the AEW tag team champions with Kenny Omega. Now, after Revolution, it looked like Hangman Page was going to go over the rope and buckshot Lariat Kenny Omega after the match, which was considered the match of the year, probably, tag team match of the year between the Young Buck Omega and Hangman Page. Um, and me personally, I feel that. You Know, um, this is would be a perfect way to probably set up something um, between either Kenny Omega gets betrayed by Hangman Page and Match Beyond and Bloods and Guts, or as you saw last week, where um, who was it? QT Marshall was getting beat up in the ring. Dustin Rose comes in, Cody Rose comes in, Matt Jackson comes in, Hangman Page comes out of nowhere walking under the ramp taking his sweet time he had a beer in his hand he puts the beer on the pole uh, by the corner of the ring and then he just start wailing at everybody and once everything everything got clear he went and turned around and gave the middle finger to Matt Jackson so the issue here is with Matt Jackson but it's also Kenny Omega is getting tired of what's going on so now that this match beyond between the inner circle versus the elite it's been, it's against the whole elite no no darby Allin, no John moxley are gonna be involved in this I don't understand why they won't be they won't be um involved since they are the ones right now Feudy with the inner circle and you could have probably added um probably um I think you could have added to me i mean maybe you guys won't agree with me but they could have added the uh the young jungle Express or the what's the jurassic Express in there. Because they they've been feuding with um, with Inner Circle the last couple of weeks. And you would have had Jungle Boy and Luchasoy without Marco Stunt in there. And you could have had that going on. But to put the Elite, it's going to be very interesting. I'm not saying it's going to be a, a, it's, it's a terrible booking. It's not a terrible booking. I just feel that now more questions are going to be asked. What's going to happen? Is Hangman Page is going to be on his game? Um, the match beyond, remember is uh if you guys don't remember how war game works war game works it's not nothing like nxt does nothing like that nobody's in no cage stuck in no cage and then the cage opens no that's not the, that's not the way war games was done back in the day war games bunch five guys comes out they stay in the corner uh one guy comes in another guy comes from the opposite team and the, cold, the cage is closed. And the other guys are outside the ring. Not tied up in no damn cage. None of that stuff like WWE does. We're going to see the real war games, If anything. It's just going to be called the match beyond. Um, so basically. It's going to be very interesting. What's going to happen there. And um, we'll see. It's, it's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Um, in that bloods and guts. In, in New Jersey. At the Prudential. Um. Peggyal Center. Can't even talk anymore. Penetra Center. And you know, who knows? It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting situation. And um, you know, I can't I can't wait. I can't wait for Bloods and Guts, uh, the war games. I haven't seen a war game like that in so long. Um, and it's gonna be cool, it's gonna be very cool. Um, and hopefully, you know, we'll see. Also, WWE is getting sued for a recent dealing with Saudi Arabia and other facts that contributed to the drop in stock in prices. I do not get into that, but I'm not surprised that WWE is getting sued because, you know, they just, you know, they're trying to make money any way they can, any, by any means necessary, it doesn't matter. Also, the situation with um, Ricochet, you know, it's funny how I put a video defending him and Cedric Alexander for not getting, but I said they should not get buried. But um, I overheard one podcaster that was talking, uh, JD from New York, off the script. He said that, uh, he mentioned something about how um, Ricochet kind of went at it at, with the fans. He said that um, people were not happy, and uh, that he deserves the title shot, Against Brock Lesnar, uh, this was the most funniest thing I heard. Because first of all, he didn't deserve it. You know, you didn't deserve it. And then top it off, I find out you probably signed a five-year deal. You're not getting out of that, bro. I, I feel bad for you because I really liked Ricochet. Don't get me wrong. He should be a better wrestler than that. But you know, McMahon once he's once he's burying you, that's it. You're done. You're probably going to end up being a main event. Or you're gonna be in catering with Titus O'Neil and you know you're, you're done you know it's it's, it's, uh, it's it's sad it's sad to see what's going on but when you when WWE and this is the thing also WWE wrestlers when they find themselves in situations their fans don't like they try to be a company man you can't try to be a company man when you're getting buried I'm sorry to say it but pretty much you have been getting buried you have not done anything To deserve that title shot, you knew you deserve anything for getting that title shot because they just put you in there to make you, you know, um, for 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 Saudi show, and you went for the money. And I'm sure the guys, people that go to the Saudi shit, they get uh, they get paid extra. So you know, it's you know, it's it's crazy because now you know he's he's another guy with Cedric That's going to get buried. You're not going to see them. Again, you know, so now tonight they are gonna have the elimination chambers coming up the what I'm reading here The Viking Raiders versus Kirk Kirk Hawking and Sack Ryder instead for the elimination chamber kickoff show The Viking Raiders, the war machines, which I still call them to this day Uh, Another tag team, you don't really see them out there anymore they lost those tag team belts. They won those tag team belts. They kept giving them jobbers and jobbers until they finally they took those belts off of them. And now, you know, they made history, becoming the WWE, IWGP, and Ring of Honor tag team champions. But what what's good is that if now you're 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 jobbing to the 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 the, the club and and, and and other people, this is the sad. It's very very sad. Um, this backstage news here. Uh, I guess not. nope they're not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to read that. So, no backstage news. But whatever it is, um, it's just nonsense. But pretty much, it's not really a lot going on in wrestling. You know. Um, you know, it's it's, it's 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 crazy. But right now, um, this is what it is, guys. The WWE still people just don't get it. WWE. Um, they're having the Elimination Chamber tonight and. To be honest, for what? It's, if you look at the card tonight, it looks like a card of W2, uh, what is it? WWE 2, 2K20 2 card. Especially that Braun Strowman match. But they took out the Bill 3 one Nobody's going to watch that. That's pure hot garbage. And I'm going to keep saying it. So, anyway, guys. I want to thank you for supporting my podcast again uh, and, and listening to me tonight. All those three topics I brought up. If you like it, I mean, like I said, I just figured, let me do a podcast tonight and do it real quick. Those are the main topics that's been around all weekend, so I just want to get on it instead of doing it on Monday. Um, So, you know, there's not really a lot of stuff going on with the exception of the Elimination Chamber from tonight. I'm not covering that. So, I'm not, I'm in that WWE, pretty much I'm being uh, boycotting WWE. I'm not going to sit down and watch no show. For them until they fix their stuff, and I don't care what anybody says. Uh, So, um, just be aware that it's a lot of wrestling coming up. New Japan, I don't know when they're going to start again. They're still on lockdown right now because of the coronavirus in Japan. Um, You know, um, we don't know when they're going to start this show. They were supposed to do the New Japan Cup, and that's still on hold. They had the anniversary show, that's on hold. So, we don't know what's going to happen with that. But also a uh, quick remind, uh, quick uh, news real, real quick uh, I bomb bomb for honor that happened last weekend and I didn't get a chance to tell you guys but PCO won my PCO dropped the Ring of Honor World title to Roosh. so Roosh got the title again. he is scheduled to wrestle Flip Gordon at the supercar of Honor that supercar of honor is stacked and most likely I may order it to look at it um so that's gonna be cool um that's something to look forward to and i think that's the um on wrestlemania weekend with probably super caravan will be my wrestlemania apparently um also there's um definitely looking forward for wrestling dynasty uh for new japan is coming to master square Garden here in my backyard that i will definitely want to check it out so we'll see about that but anyway guys thank you for su- supporting uh the podcast the Chokesland wrestling report audio i also got the youtube channel the Chokesland wrestling report uh so check it out hit my links on top of the page on my facebook internet on facebook internet facebook instagram and twitter i got the links up there i also got the anchor uh, link which is where i'm um giving this podcast right now um so check it out uh, if you like the videos that I have on my YouTube channel, I just downloaded a video talking about, what is it, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, of why they should not be getting buried by Vince McMahon and WWE. If you like what you see, there's other videos there, check it out, give me that thumbs up, hit the notification bell to get new uploads and um, and new content every week. Every week, we got new content. I like uh, support, subscribe, Whatever you need to do. Um, Again, once again, thank you for supporting the Audio Chokeslam Wrestling Report podcast. I want to thank Tyron Buckle Tabloid, who just hit three-year mark on Friday. Jay Santee and Matthew Olski, the MOOC, um, for the three-year anniversary. Congratulations, guys. Um, Shout-out to my boy, Vernick, and the R32 store, www.r32.store. If you guys haven't checked that website, I, if you like uh specific designs on your shirt, on your hats, on your sneakers, on whatever. This guy does it all for you. Check out the website that's www.r32.store. Check it out and hope you enjoy. Until then, guys, I am the ultimate one coming to you live from New York City. Until then, I'll see you Thursday for the AEW Dynamite review and till then, have a good night.